Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Doug Tyrrell History and Comment. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Wednesday, the 17th day of May, 2023. King Henry VIII's marriage with Anne Boylan is annulled in 1536. The details of if this was before the fact or coincident with her execution, along with her brother and four others, is of debate. The king was not too distraught. He marries wife number three just ten days later. There are accounts that claim the king did not there are accounts that claim the king had not been truly faithful to Anne. Wife number three may have been pregnant at the time and was executed. How convenient. The only key point is, if you're going to proclaim a moral standard, you're required to keep a higher standard, king or no. The first merry-go-round is seen at a fair in Philippopolis, Turkey in 1620. The now iconic carnival ride started in the Ottoman Empire as a military exercise where the horse riders tossed perfume balloons, think smelly water balloons, at each other then morphed into a circular joust with rings and ribbons. The French may have brought it to its current form. The New York Stock Exchange is formed in 1792 by a group of 24 businessmen. Its location was at 70 Wall Street. Serious students of physics have labored over Maxwell's equations of electricity and magnetism. The Scottish scientist James Maxwell was not solely interested in serious physics. On this day in 1861, he displays the world's first color photograph. It was quite crude, as was most photographs of the day. Before we think the scientist was off on a hobby, the photos were part of an experiment on light theory and the part of a lecture on color theory. This is not as far from electrical theory as one might think. Visible light is on the same electromagnetic spectrum and between microwaves and x-rays. Maxwell employed three color filters to create the photo. His theories were correct, but the film of the day was not uniformly sensitive to different colors of light, especially red and to a lesser degree green. There is often a misunderstanding in light and color as to which are the primary colors. Maxwell was researching the additive nature of light. There the primaries are red, blue, and green. Combine all three and you get white light. However, If you're talking about paints and pigments, the primaries are magenta, cyan, and yellow. Combine all three and you get a dark brown approaching black. Light we see directly. The presence of all colors in a light beam appear as white. Absence of light is seen as dark or black. But when you look at any object, say an apple, the surface is absorbing all colors except red, which is reflected off and we see that reflection. Black paint absorbs all colors and reflects little light for us to see. It also is the reason why black gets hotter. It's collecting more energy from the sun. Lieutenant Colonel George Armstrong Custer and the 7th U.S. Cavalry depart Fort Lincoln in the Dakota Territories in 1876 in a campaign that will suffer a serious setback at the Battle of the Little Bighorn. Any discussion of George A. Custer is full of opposing opinions. He is either one of the greatest military leaders or one of the worst at the same time. While he was a general in the Civil War, that was over volunteers, and after the war, he was commissioned in the regular army and never rose above the rank of lieutenant colonel, two ranks below general. 
He was the very last in the class of 1861 to graduate from West Point. Some accounts claim he was the favored prodigy of a high-ranking officer in the Civil War, and his exploits were greatly embellished. Others greatly disliked him. He was back in Washington, D.C. in the spring of 1876, and President Grant tried to keep him out of command, while top Army commanders felt he was essential to winning. Grant relented with serious limitations on his command. Once in the field, Armstrong cut free of the limits and went rogue. History will show Grant was correct. The first successful submarine is launched in 1897. It combined gasoline engines and battery power to allow it to run submerged for great distances. The children's novel The Wonderful Wizard of Oz is published in the U.S. in 1900. Actress Maureen O'Sullivan is born in County Roscommon's Ireland in 1911. Maybe her best-known role was as Jane Parker in six Tarzan films over ten years. Sports comes to television in 1939 when a baseball game between the Columbia Lions and the Princeton Tigers is broadcast. Howard Hughes and a crew of three others are test-flying an experimental seaplane over Lake Mead in 1943 when the propeller comes apart and the craft crashes into the lake. Two of the four were killed. Hughes is unhurt. This will be the third of four plane crashes the eccentric pilot and millionaire will survive. The Supreme Court reverses itself in 1954 when it issues the Brown v. Board of Education decision. The ruling stated that separate but equal schools were illegal. If you listen closely to some media types today, there are calls to return to separate schools. Golfer Sam Sneed sets a PGA record when he shoots 122 in 36 holes. For those unfamiliar with the game or obsession, the score is the number of strokes it takes to get the ball in the hole over a set number of holes. Typically, that is 72 over 18 holes. Sneed's two rounds were a total of 22 shots better. Celtic singer Inya Padrigan Nibrenon is 62. If all you know about the word Celtic is the basketball team in Boston, Celtic is an ancient ethnic group linked to Ireland, Scotland, the Isle of Man, Wales, Brittany and France, and the tip of Cornwall, all surrounding the Irish Sea. Her anglicized name is Inya Patricia Brennan, or simply Inya. But the family is from a region of Ireland where Gaelic is still hanging on. Her family is also part of the older band, Clanid. Behind the rock group U2, she is the largest selling Irish singer. Singer Jordan Knight is 53. You might recall him as the lead singer of New Kids on the Block in the early 1990s. Nolan Bushnell was by training an electrical engineer with a specialty in computers. He was one of a generation of computer scientists to play a computer game on a deck mainframe. Has anyone questioned why computer engineering is the only time an engineering discipline is called science? But I digress. Back to Bushnell. He was the creator of the Atari computer game. After the company was sold off, he embarks on a new journey. On this day in 1977, less than a year after the sale of the game company, he opens the first showbiz pizza place. Today we know it as Chuck E. Cheese. 1983, the Department of Energy lets the public in on the thus far secret mercury pollution at its Oak Ridge, Tennessee facility. 
There are some strange rules in sports. How anyone can remember all the details is quite beyond me, but I have the athletic ability of a rock. In 1984, Cincinnati Reds pitcher Mario Soto throws four strikeouts in one inning. How is that possible? What happens to three strikes and you're out, but not so fast? A baseball player may take first base if, on the third strike, the catcher drops the ball, plus either first base is empty or there are two outs. Up to that time, the feat was rare, but for some unknown reason, has become more frequent. The Iraqis fired two missiles into the USS Stark, killing 37 sailors and injuring another 21. Montreal Expos catcher Gary Carter becomes the third player in history to catch 2,000 games in 1992. Today, three others have joined the elite group. Cardinals fans may want to know that Yader Molina is on the list and the only player to record his 2,000 games with a single team. In 2006, the aircraft carrier USS Oriskany is sunk in the Gulf of Mexico as an artificial reef. Today, she's known as the Great Carrier Reef, a nod to the Great Barrier Reef off of Australia. She's just 20 miles south of Pensacola, Florida, in 220 feet of water. The second horse race of the Triple Crown is the Preakness Stakes this Saturday. Derby winner Madge is entered, keeping the hopes of a Triple Crown winner alive for this year. The latest odds have him a strong favorite at 8-5. to five. I really have trouble getting my mind around the gaming industry, or more specifically, how folks can be so glib with large sums of money. And it certainly is relative. Someone spending a portion of their meager income at a convenience store on a handful of lottery tickets may be more irresponsible than some high roller at a casino. There was a story of a player wanting to place a bet on the Kentucky Derby, but the casino he was at could not take horse bets. The bet he wanted to place was $100,000. Personally, if I had that kind of money and wanted to play the ponies, I would buy an interest in a horse. Maybe no better odds, but fun over a much longer period of time. Which could bring up a much deeper discussion on how each of us spend what we are given in terms of time and money. The former being more valuable. That's history and comment for the 17th day of May. I'm Doug Tyrrell. Now go do something worth remembering.